Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Advisor Arena. I am your host, Jamie Malm, and I've got my co-host, Josh Watson. How are you, Josh? I'm doing great today, Jamie. How are you? I'm good. It's May 4th. So do you want to take any bets on how many times we're going to see May the 4th be with you today on Ooh, social media and such? Good one. Good one. I like, I've never heard that one before, so really? I can't wait. Okay. No. Well, pay attention today and let's see how many, we'll see how many you find. I bet there'll be a few. I love it. I've never actually seen Star Wars. None of them. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be honest, like, uh, I was never a huge Star Wars fan either. I think I've seen, like, maybe half of one of them. So I never, for whatever reason, got into Star Wars, but I, <laughs> I'm not opposed to it, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I, never I, seen it. I, I hear they're really good. I just have never taken the time to watch them. All right, well, somebody's listening out there. If you feel strongly, we need to. you got to let us know. But more importantly, May 4th is the launch day for something we're going to talk about today. This is something that has never before been offered in the fixed indexed annuity space. So we're going to talk a little bit about this new launch. Today is the day. Yes, be exciting. I mean, as an industry, I'm really excited about it as well because it's been a while since we've seen, you know, some new products and we're starting to see some new products nationwide had theirs, you know, two or three weeks ago. And now here we got another big name brand, a plus company launching a new product. So exciting stuff. It is exciting. And we're going to talk about three things, really. The first is just mistakes that most advisors make when they're trying to position an FIA. That's such a big one, I think, because um, that sets the stage for how well we serve our clients. And then we're going to get into the actual specifics of this new option. And I want to talk about how it compares to what we're most familiar with, what our existing options are, and obviously what advisors are going to be most familiar with. So let's start with some of the mistakes that people make. This is number one for me, and you can tell me what you think, but I believe most advisors have a tendency to fall into one or one of two categories. They either over explain or they under explain, but very rarely does somebody really get it right and fall kind of right there in the middle where they are effectively explaining an FIA to a client. Yes. I mean, it's, uh, I know when I speak to like well, of course, I speak to advisors all day. I speak to you, you know, all day. And it seems like when we talk about products, it would just be very easy to pick up. But then there's been times when I've talked to people in the public about it, and it's like a completely different conversation. So I can totally uh, feel an advisor's pain when it comes to speaking with somebody and either, you know, over or under explaining and be tough. It isn't easy. And I think the trap that we fall into is we're so used to verbiage that 
we say things that immediately we might say a word that's really common to us and clients are lost right away. It's almost like that old game of telephone, you know, where you say something to the person next to you, whisper it in their ear, they whisper it to the next one. You see how far off it is from the original message by the time it gets to the end. That's what it's like sometimes. Um, I think when uh, a company releases info and then we explain it to the advisor and then the advisor takes it to the client, um, I think that's the biggest mistake. And there are definitely some tools and resources available to if you feel like this is maybe you where you don't get this right. The majority of the time, there's some tools that um, I'm going to ask you about here in a little bit. And so we're going to come back to that. But the other mistake I see advisors make is really zeroing in on just one piece of the product. We call that kind of spreadsheet selling, right? So it's just doing such a disservice to clients. I hate when I see this happen. Well, perfect example would be just looking at like an income writer report, which right, it ranks all the top paying income products based on the client's age and when they plan on triggering income. If you just look at the top product and the top income, you're exactly right. That may not necessarily be the best product or the best fit for that, uh, for that client's needs. So you definitely don't want to get caught in a spreadsheet game where, you know, you're just looking to have either the highest income or the highest illustrated return. You've got to, uh, you've got to look at the total value or total package, I guess, when it comes to the product. And I think hearing you say that, um, we're probably all sitting back and go, well, yeah, of course, we're going to look at the overall value, but you'd be surprised if you really take a step back and look at what you're selling and why you're selling it and how you're positioning it to the client. I bet if you're honest with yourself, you are zeroing in on one key feature and maybe it's just easier for you to, you know, as the advisor to really explain that one key feature. And if it's winning in that category, like income, then we maybe forego the other benefits that would be a much better fit for the overall goals and objectives of the client. So again, we're going to circle back to how to correct some of these mistakes. And I think this new option that just is rolling out today helps advisors do this. It it just by design helps you eliminate some of these mistakes. But I want to go through one final mistake, um, unless you have something that really you want to share, but not understand the limitations of the products. There's a lot of nuances and it it's scary sometimes, right? How, you know, you you talk to advisors that don't really understand some of the nuances and limitations of the features of their product. So, you know, they haven't explained that correctly and they have not set correct expectations with their client. That's kind of a recipe for disaster. And unfortunately, I see that happen quite a bit. It does. It does happen quite a bit. And, um, you know, I think it, it comes down to, I don't think they purpose necessarily, but maybe they keep it a little too high, higher level, or, you know, there's always, always at least one gotcha in every product. Like one thing where you didn't, didn't know that, uh, that worked that way. So you got to be careful of the gotchas and just make sure that you explain the gotchas and, uh, you know, they don't sneak up on you. So I, 
Some of our most well-established advisors, that's one of the first things they ask. What are the things that might trip me up here? And it's not, gotchas is kind of an old term that we've used because there really used to be some things in, in products that you were like, ooh, that's not great. And the design of FIA products has come so far, even in the last decade, that I don't even consider them gotchas. They're, they're not something that's out there to be detrimental to the client, but they are very important to know and make sure that whatever the limitations of the product are, it fits with that client's goals and how they're going to use it. And if they don't, you've got plenty of other options. But unfortunately, you know, a lot of advisors will, you know, they fall into this trap of, I... I, I think I understand this or I'm just going to go really high level and they don't take the time to really figure out what accomplishes everything the client is looking for and what they may need. So we're going to come back to how to fix some of that. What I want to dive into, though, is what this new option is that's launching today. So it is an FAA product like we are all familiar with all the basic um, features and benefits of an FIA, uh, but it's got some, definitely some brand new things and some improvements on some old things, right? So May 4th through what's the date that we have? We have a limited time here where we've got one extra little feature. I believe June, I want to say 18th. Uh, well, well, we'll post it in the show notes um, for anybody to make sure, but today is the first day of an increase, this product offers a 25% income bonus. So hear me when I say income bonus, and you might be thinking, well, I've got plenty of other products that'll do a big bonus, and what's the account value like? Well, that's exactly what we're talking about. We fall into the trap oftentimes of advisors as only talking about here's one thing and not focusing on the overall benefit, but a big income bonus with a competitive roll-up Obviously, those two things serve our clients very well in looking at how to provide guaranteed income, right? So we've got two options. How do you explain the two options so that it's simple? Yes. So you have the 25% income bonus. And then on top of that, you've got two different income writers uh, that you can choose from. So the first option, which is going to be the option, I would say that that most people go with, it rolls up at 250% of gains in the contract, right? So we get a 2% return on the accumulation side, we get a 5% roll up on, on our income side. So 250% roll up based on gains. The way the crediting works, however, is for that 250% roll up, you only get a 50% interest credit basically on your account value. So it's a little bit different in how that works, but for giving up that interest, that little bit of interest, you get that huge roll up on the income side. So obviously if that's the products for income, they're putting as much juice into that rider as they can to give the client the best income possible. So I wanna talk about that option first before we go into the second one. So that's option number one. What I love about that is you're giving clients the option to say, what do you really wanna zero in on within this product? Do you want to you know, really try to maximize every bit of crediting that comes into this onto generating future income. If that's the key, then let's focus on doing that as much as possible. 
Or do you want a bigger balance? Do you want to spread that out a little bit and still get a nice guaranteed roll up, but have more gains also going to the account value? Clients get to choose that. So let's talk about option two. If they say, I don't know that I want to put every little bit into the income side that I can and forego then some of my um, dollars going into my account value, what's option two? So option two is instead of a 250% roll up on the income side, you actually get a 150% roll up. Okay. So a little less of a roll up on the income side, but on the account value side, you get credited with 100% of gains uh, tied to your indexing strategies. So you give up a little bit on the income, but you're gonna have a better account value at the end, probably gonna have a way better chance to pass along a death benefit to your beneficiaries with that option too. So if that's important, you kind of get the best of both worlds with the option two rider. So two things that you just said there that I wanna zero, zero in on. One is death benefit. This product also gives clients the flexibility to say, if you end up not needing it for income, you haven't just, you know, wasted all of these extra gains into this account that you don't end up using, you can actually take that bigger income account value and your beneficiaries can receive it at death, right? As long as they take a payout. It's not a lump sum benefit. They have to take a, a payout over a certain number of years, but it does allow them to tap into it, which is some incredible flexibility. That is true. That is very true. And I will say, we've kind of failed to mention this, but I think it's important. No fee. There's no fee for these riders. So that's a big one. Yeah, that is a big one. The fee has such a drag on your account value that um, when you look at trying to balance out the best of both worlds with guaranteed income and having, you know, some growth and a value or some account value growth that you can walk away with or, you know, pass to heirs as a lump sum, a fee on a rider really drags that down. So eliminating that, such a bonus. Okay, so really Two final things that I want to talk about here. One is pretty common, um, but obviously it's a, a great benefit, which is some extra protection if we reach a point in our lives where we need care, uh, long-term yes. care in a facility or home health care. If we can't perform two of the six activities of daily living, whatever your guaranteed income is, is going to double. And this is such a hot topic just for all consumers right now, if you start paying attention to, you know, re really what's going on with healthcare and the increase in Alzheimer's and the uh, expense of nursing homes and people that are so upset that their loved ones were locked away in facilities and they couldn't see them during COVID, people are really paying attention to what do I have in place to pay for end of life care? Here you've got a free rider. I didn't pay for it to begin with. I have total flexibility on how I focus my dollars for future growth. I can pass it as a death benefit I end up, if I end up not needing it for income. But if I do need care, now my income is going to double. Those are obviously key features that we need to make sure we're really doing a good job explaining to clients and they understand this is all wrapped up into one product, one package with no fee. Yes, 
it's a it's a great feature and I can't tell you like I probably talk to at least I would say one advisor every day who has a client they're to a point where they can't qualify for traditional long-term care insurance and so they need some type of product like this to help to help uh, you know pay for that care so comes up all the time. Clients love that feature and it's, it makes a lot of sense. They need to have a writer with a doubler for those types of situations. Okay. So all the things that we already talked about in and of themselves, they're not necessarily new. So if you're still listening, you're like, I don't, I mean, I've got products that do some of this. I don't know that you could say you have products that do all every single one of those options plus I don't think we mentioned this, but leveler increasing income all in one. But can I get a drum roll? Drum roll, please. Bada, 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 bada. I don't know that that was a drum roll, but we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> um, the auto lock feature. This thing is awesome. So if you're thinking, oh, like a, you know, where agents can choose, they can look at it and they can choose when they want to lock in. No, no, no. That's been around for a long time. And although that option is limited, it does require that somebody be paying attention and catching it at just the right time, which is just so counterintuitive to the benefit of an FIA, which is just leave it alone for long-term planning. How excited are you about this auto lock feature that's on this product? It's huge and it's really, really cool because, and I don't know if you knew this, but you can actually put the auto lock feature on each individual indexing strategy that you have within the product. So, you know, on one index, I could have an auto lock feature and say, hey, if this index goes up 5%, lock in those gains and it'll automatically lock in on another index. I may say, well, I don't if if this index, it may be a home run hitting index. So, Hey, if it hits 8% return auto lock those gains then. So you can set it on different indexes, which makes it really cool. Plus you don't have to worry about it. So yep. it's the best one in the industry. In my Nobody's opinion. watching it. Nobody has to pay attention and go, shoot, I did it too soon. I did it too early. You could simply sit down with your clients and say, what would feel right for you? You know, if we hit five, if we hit six, if we hit eight or 10 or whatever the target is, at what point would you want to say, okay, I want to lock that in on that strategy. I don't want to risk any more fluctuation. I want it to automatically lock in my gains thus far. That is the kind of flexibility that clients are looking for. That's the kind of automation agents are looking for. And it is now not counterintuitive with the way annuities work with the kind of set it and forget it mentality. It works exactly like the way we think they should work. I want to make sure that my money is protected. I don't want to watch it daily. I don't want somebody to have to, you know, try to time in when it's appropriate. I just want to say if it hits this, I'm happy with that. Lock in those gains and you know, let's keep going. So that is a brand new feature not offered anywhere else, which leads me to the third topic on how this really compares to other FAA products. Um, When I ran some numbers and you probably have run some numbers, you know, yourself or plenty of scenarios, the several that I ran just trying to see, does it make a difference how long we defer, how young the client is, if we're doing joint or single income, every single one I ran, it was in the top 10 for hypothetical returns. Remember, because this is, well, how competitive did the index returns do? And then how did that relate to my 250%? But you touched on this earlier. 
I mean, how confident are we that we can get at least a 2% return in an FIA? A 2% return would equate to a 5% compounding roll-up. I mean, to me, that's a very, very conservative number to shoot for. I agree. And even looking at the numbers, I mean, what's the average return in an indexed annuity is going to be around four or five percent. So you average four or five percent. I mean, you're going to this product will beat any guaranteed income rider out there with those types of of returns. So, yeah, two percent was a very conservative number. I think, hey, you uh, you're going to do better than that. And you're probably looking at closer to a eight, 9% compounding roll up at the end of the day. So the other piece of it then is, well, how does this stack up with guaranteed income? Because there's always a worst case bottom line scenario. It was top four in guaranteed income in every scenario I could run. So we've got 10, top 10 in hypothetical, top four in income, but number one, when you look at all of the options combined, when you try to find a product that has the ability to have an income value that passes at death, that gives leveler increasing income, that has the home health care doubler, that allows us to auto lock, that has the ability to not just zero in on one specific piece of the annuity, but say, let's design this so that it's the balance of best, or it's the balance of what is most appropriate for you, the best of both worlds. There isn't any other product out there right now that does that. This is it. And today is the launch day on it. So as we look at kind of the three things that we talked about here, I promised we would circle back to how can you avoid some of those mistakes advisors make when positioning an FIA. Josh, I know you have some experience. Um, There's some resources online with this carrier, which we haven't mentioned the carrier name yet. So... You want to give the drum roll another shot or we just want to hold on. Here's the official one. All right. You ready? Okay, I'm ready. All right. Sound a, sound a little better. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. <laughs> okay. I'm being critical, but I didn't want to do a drum roll either. So we'll have to practice when we get off here. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll have a little there you drum roll go. competition and see which one sounds the best. Be prepared for later. This is Allianz. Okay, this is the Allianz ABC annuity. Allianz obviously is a long-standing giant in our industry. They constantly are just evolving what's available. They are, you know, pushing the limits of, you know, what can we really bring to clients that keeps getting better and more competitive and more flexible. So Here's, here's a couple of things that I want to go through, and Josh, I'll let you talk about this. But one thing that I absolutely love about Allianz is the resources and the tools and the visuals that they make available for their advisors to help them avoid the mistakes of either, you know, just getting into the weeds where clients' eyes are rolling back in their head and they're like, I can't even follow what you're saying, or advisors oversimplify and clients have no idea what they're actually getting into. What are your two, if you had to pick two favorite tools off of the Allianz website that will help position this? Yes, so, and I will say just to preface this, that I believe Allianz has the best agent tools in the industry. It's actually, it's absolutely amazing that the different tools that they have. 
A couple of my favorites, though the first one, and you can agents can go out to their website, log in, and, and look at these. But the first one's called Dare to Compare. And so what Dare to Compare is, is it basically you can compare side by side, let's say you've got money in the market, and you've got money in, the, in an indexed annuity. You can compare side by side and look at how much annuity income you can generate from an Allianz annuity and how much return it would take from the market to generate that same income. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. So, so in order to generate the same amount of income from an Allianz annuity, using the market, you would basically, and I ran the numbers here yesterday, you would have to average a seven to 8% return. Obviously you've got investment fees in there. You know, we're using the 4% withdrawal rule, but yeah, you would have to generate a seven to 8% return every single year, which we know is not going to happen. And you're going to have some big down years in the market to match the income on this product. So that's a great way to illustrate to somebody. It's simple, easy to understand the value of these products. So love the dare to compare tool. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, if somebody's listening and like, I didn't quite follow all of that, that's okay. Log on, create your account, mm-hmm. go play around with that. What you'll find is it really simplifies your story and I, clients love to see you know, why something is working rather than you just telling them and them thinking, does that really work? Is that really what that is? For them to be able to visualize and see it and, you know, be involved in that process is a really powerful sales tool. Yes, yes, it really is. And then the second tool that I really like, so Allianz, obviously every, I mean, there's a million different indexes, right? Where before, you know, you kind of had your main ones, the S&P 500, maybe the Russell, uh, there were a lot of index choices out there. Well, now you've got a million different indexes in the industry and they're all designed to perform or uh, do things a little bit differently depending on uh, the investment environment that we're in. So Allianz has coming up, has came up with a tool and essentially what it is, it's a fact finder for an advisor. So they're going to ask, ask the advisor how they feel about interest rates. Do they think interest rates are going to go up or down? How do they feel about the economy? Do they think the stock market's going to go up or down? Um, how do they feel about the bond market? Is the bond market, do you see it staying steady going up? Where, how, what are your feelings on that? So they'll, basically run an advisor through a little 10 question fact finder, get their thoughts on the market, much like, you know, we do with our color of money risk analysis. But based on those, that advisor's answers, it'll actually tell them what specific indexes they should use and which one should perform the best based on how that advisor thinks things are going to go. So it's a really easy way to help you pick um, the indexes you should use based on how you feel things are going to go in the, in the economy and the yeah. world. So I love that. it's a I really cool anything tool. Else like that. So there, there's not, I mean, it's really smart if you think about it. I mean, think about all the indexes we deal with. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing like, can be really I'll be honest. Yeah. It's uh, I don't know exactly what these indexes do, you know, in every scenario. Well, with this fact finder, you can, you can really drill down based on your own beliefs on how things are going to go and pick the best indexes. 
Right. When it was uh, years ago, when it was just like uh, S&P 500 and all you had to choose from was monthly sum or monthly averaging or annual cap, <laughs> really easy to say, well, what do you think things are going to do? Do you think it's going to be really volatile? Do you think it'll be a steady incline? You know, then it's easy to kind of pick and choose. But my goodness, the amount of options and, you know, how these different indices perform in different environments and what they are composed of. Those are all things that, you know, really everybody should be doing their due diligence on and we can help, but only if we're being asked. If somebody isn't asking us, we don't know to provide the info on what they may be allocating to, and that's doing a disservice to clients. So this helps you really manage, um, you know, how you're, you're showing up for people. So one thing I'll say about just kind of wrap up that whole thought process of what are the mistakes that we're overall making when positioning an FIA? Don't get in the trap of trying to over or under explain. I just, where did I see this? It was a a new book that was just released um, talking about why some presidents get elected versus why others don't. And they looked at the trends, the historically, and I don't remember how many years this went back, but like time and time again, they evaluated um, how the president spoke to people and people that are or candidates that spoke at a third grade level get elected those that speak at an eighth grade or even a ninth grade level they they showed the data they're not being elected to me that is such an eye-opener because obviously the financial services industry is one where we could fall into a trap of using verbiage and words and terms and phrases that the you know general consumer is not familiar with that's not in their everyday everyday vocabulary as soon as we use one of those words they stop listening to everything we say thereafter so simplify your message use the tools that are at your disposable at your disposal that are created specifically to help you clearly and effectively explain and be transparent with what you're with what you're offering yes i mean that's uh like these oleons tools we just talked about they would be perfect um and that's at the end of the day you're exactly right you don't want to come across as sounding too smart because you'll confuse people it's ego so the only yeah, reason we is do that is right. for our own ego it's not benefiting the client anyway it's just for our own ego so get away from that yes use the tools at your disposal the second thing i want to talk about is with this new fia option we mentioned that this is what the industry needs right it's not your job to say well i don't know if my clients would be interested in that i don't know that they're you know, going to like Allianz. I don't think they'll care about the flexibility of the auto lock. Your job is to show up for people and make sure they know their options. So if you are falling into the trap of getting really familiar with one company or one product or a handful of products because it's what you've always done and you know it and you kind of know what to expect, that is not the spirit of our industry. Our industry is constantly getting better. It's getting more competitive. We're getting more flexible. New things are coming for clients all the time. So don't don't wait on this. Don't say, I don't even know that somebody's going to be too interested in that. Your job literally is to show up for them and bring them the most competitive options. And then finally, how this compares to maybe some existing products or things that you are more familiar with, 
don't just do what's easy. Don't fall into, well, I understand this or spreadsheet selling is easiest or my client only wants guaranteed income. What if your guaranteed income is dollars different and having a home health care doubler and an account that can pass at death and all of these other features are what would have really been most appropriate. Do what's right, not what's easy. Solidify your relationships. Do the things that make a difference for people and show up. So if you want some more info on this, if you'd like to see how this compares to what you're currently offering, go email us. You can reach us at theadvisorarena at gradientib.com. You can always go to our website, which is theadvisorarena.com. If you scroll down to the bottom of that page, you will see a contact us form. Fill that out. We're happy to help. If you're interested in being able to offer this and you want to talk to us about what that looks like or what we can bring to the table if you decide to do that here, also on the homepage of our site, uh, when you first go out there, you'll see a pop-up that says apply here. So if you're interested and you're not currently working with us, go fill that out. We'll reach out. We're happy to help. And thanks, Josh. We appreciate, uh, appreciate you all joining us and for you hopping on with me this morning, Josh. Thank you, Jamie. It was great. Um, really enjoyed the episode. Always like talking about product, especially one like this. I'll just add when Allianz comes out with a new product, obviously they've been gigantic in our industry, the number one player for many, 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 many years. It gets people's attention. And I think this product does that and it's worth everybody taking a look at. Absolutely. We don't do an entire podcast episode very often on a product. So there's a reason why we took time out to do it on this one. Um, this, this is, This is a big deal. And this is going to be one of those things we look back on and say that was a key to changing what companies made available and the flexibility and the benefits that they put into one comprehensive product. So we're excited. We hope you are. And reach out to us if you want more info. 